Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Amen and amen. Today for a few minutes I just want to encourage us with what I consider one of the foremost weapons of warfare for the Christian, the weapon of praise. If the church fully understood the power, the weapon of praise, believe me, this battle would probably be over. It's a weapon that God has given his child. It is the weapon that can change any circumstance. The psalmist says in Psalms 8 verse 2, Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. That's a scripture that anybody who, want, who understands warfare needs to get to grips with. Because the scripture says that God has done something because of his enemies to silence the enemy and the avenger. It tells me that this warfare is one primarily of words. And if one person can be silenced, then the other person has victory. And he says... That there is a way to silence the enemy. To silence him from making accusations against us. To silence those that he uses from speaking great words or him from speaking great words. The Passion Translation says it this way. You have built a stronghold by the songs of babies. Strength rises up with the chorus of singing children. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. So all I need to do is have childlike worship. The first time you read the scripture, you think the reference is particularly to babes and nursing infants. Now, nursing infants can't sing. So it must be deeper than that. They can make all kinds of lovely noises. And a lot of times, those noises are only lovely to the parents because you're looking at them and thinking, this child is disturbing me, I want to sleep. But whatever noise that they make, they can make those noises. But it's not, it's not coherent. So it tells me that there's a bit more. That it is not just nursing infants and babes. It is the people who are childlike in their faith. The people who are trusting the way a child is trusting. The people who come to God with a sincerity of heart. The people who, are, who haven't been schooled by years in scheming and plotting and manipulating And for that strength to be released from us, we have to 
Be like the child as we come to God in praise that will, the Bible says, will shut Satan's mouth. How many want to shut Satan's mouth? The New Living Translation says, You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. How significant is this scripture in understanding praise? So significant that Jesus himself uses this same scripture to help us understand the power of praise. In Matthew 21 verses 15 and 16, the Bible says, But when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise? And is that word perfected praise that becomes our challenge? Our aim is to arrive at that place of perfected praise. How do we arrive at that place of perfected praise? We know that we can't get there in our own strength. We can't be good enough for perfected praise. So we come to perfected praise through the blood of Jesus Christ. We come to perfected praise by receiving an imputed righteousness upon ourselves. When I stand before God, when you stand before God in praise, it's not a sinner. It's not somebody who has, who has done something that is condemned. No, we stand before God, righteous before him because of the blood of Jesus. And then with the heart of a child, our praise becomes perfected praise. And when it's perfected praise, God responds to perfected praise. Can someone say amen? And if you're looking for an example of this in action, the clearest example is in 2 Chronicles 20. You know the story. Three nations come against Jehoshaphat. He hears the news that the nations have come against him. Words are spoken that are intimidating that are frightening, restrictive, constraining. And sometimes in life we experience that. Where we hear something that sows a seed into our hearts. Something that tells us that the dream can't come to pass. The vision is terminated. This warfare is always one of words. So the Bible says, he hears the people came and told him, this is what is happening. And of course the man was afraid. But thankfully he had enough sense to set himself to seek the Lord. Exactly what we're doing in the month of June. He proclaimed a fast, exactly what we're doing. He gathered the people together to pray, to ask God for help. Exactly what we're doing. If you were here in fresh fire, exactly what we're doing. He led them in prayer. And I hope that's what has been happening. If you were here yesterday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., our leaders led in prayer. 
And it was a collective effort. The Bible says, verse 13, all Judah with their little ones, their wives, their children stood before the Lord. And can I say to families, don't go on a journey on your own. Gather your children. Teach them what is happening. Explain what is a contention. Because you see, the, they are going to carry on the battle. They need to know how to stand. And we will provide some tools, some practical ways that they can stand in a world that looks like it's gone crazy. And you know, every time there is prayer that is heartfelt and earnest, every time a people set themselves to fasting to seek God's face, every time that there's a unity with regards to the purpose for which the fast is called. Every time there's a fast that pleases God, we must expect prophecy to follow. So listen out for prophecy. Yesterday I sat in one of the meetings and Pastor Bajo was leading a session. And exactly where I was in my walk with God, God spoke through him prophetically. He didn't even know that he had spoken prophetically. The prophecy he brought has totally changed my life, 24 hours. So expect prophecy. And that's what happened. The Spirit of God came upon a young man. The young man prophesied. And I echo that young man's prophecy to you today. Listen, all of you at Jesus' house. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor be dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Can someone say amen? amen? You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is, who is with you, O Jesus' house. Amen. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Amen. Amen. Please can I have the worship team up on the stage. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Now why did they bow, worshipping the Lord? They bowed because... That prophecy that came, they'd received it into their hearts. Those were not empty words. They knew that this was God speaking to them. How many here believe that what I just read was God speaking to you? How many genuinely? Your response has to be worship. That God chose to speak to you. That God cared enough about your circumstances to send a word to you. Your response has to be worship. Amen? Amen? Go on, just lift your hands and worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Now don't worship him in an empty way. Worship him because of the word you heard. He just spoke to you. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Go on, worship him. Oh. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. Who is like unto you, God? 
who is like unto you, God. There is no one like you, Heavenly Father. Oh, God of mercy, we worship you. Can somebody worship? Receive that word personally that this is what God says to you. To you. To you. To you. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. from beginning to the end.
worshipped God true worship is contagious the Levites the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Koharites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high there's a time to praise God or worship God and it's quiet but there's a time where you praise God and you declare, you tell of his goodness. You proclaim his majesty. It is not quiet. The voices are loud and they are high. And then they went to sleep that night. The next morning they rose up with expectation in their hearts. I declare to you that June is a new dawn for you. I hope you will rise up each day in June with expectation in your heart. And you know expectation means you're looking around as to where it is going to come from. You are expectant that God is going to do it. You just don't know where he's going to do it from. But you know that he's going to do it. You are expectant that he's going to do it. And they went out into the wilderness and Jehoshaphat stood before them. And he declared, O oh, you people of Jesus' house, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And he had consulted with the people. He appointed those who should sing. And who should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army. What a strange battle strategy. That you're going to the hospital and you are praising him. That you're going to a meeting and you are praising him. That you're laying hands on a child and you are praising him. That a child that has gone away from the home and has, has, has gone off the tracks. That you are praying in that room and that you are praying that our first approach is not to use our minds our intellects not to engage our emotions our first approach is to praise him I hope that will be somebody's testimony that you're looking at the mountain of death and you're praising him that you're still feeling the pain but you're praising him it doesn't make any sense but then the things of God as I as I gathered as I read this morning he chooses to use foolish things to, to confound the wisdom of the world. The message of our cross, the message of the cross, the whole essence of our gospel is foolish to the mind. And that's why the Greeks could not accept it because their philosophy was based on human wisdom. The Jews could not accept it because they were looking for some physical sign. But to those of us who are saved, who are either Jews or Greeks, it is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And they began to praise him. Praise the Lord for his mercies endures forever. Now when they began to sing and praise, the Bible says, out of their mouth is ordained strength. 
The Lord set ambushes. Who set the ambushes? Who set the ambushes? What do I have to do for the Lord to set the ambushes? That's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. Everybody stay on your name. Do your own and leave him to do his own. The Lord himself set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against the people of Jesus' house, and they were defeated. Now, the, 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 the method of the defeat is what, what baffles me. These people who were united, <laughs> every conspiracy against the church in this land is broken by our praise. That's what we have to do. First, just praise, perfected praise. Every conspiracy against every family here is broken by your praise. The people who stood together in unison, they had a pact, an agreement. The agreement was simple. Let us go against Judah and Jehoshaphat. As Judah and Jehoshaphat understood spiritual warfare and began to praise, the Lord himself rose up and went into action. The prophecy began to bear fruit. The battle does not belong to you, but it belongs to the Lord. The people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir. I don't know what your multitude is, but I know that their confusion is going to be sowed into their camp, sown into their camps. Confusion, confusion. As you praise, 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 confusion. Confusion. And so Ammon and Moab stood up against Mount Seir and killed and destroyed them. And when they had made an end of that, they had finished that, they now stood against each other. Ah, God. <laughs> you are God from beginning to the end. <laughs> when they had finished with themselves, they had they stood against Ammon and Moab, against Mount Seir. They killed Mount Seir. And then, <laughs> when God wants to do something, when God finishes with you, you will even struggle to tell the testimony. You know, there are testimonies that you start and you say, I know you won't believe what I'm about to say. May that be your story. I know you will not believe what I'm about to say, but it happened. The days of miracles are not over. The days of a demonstration of the power of God, they're not over. I can imagine somebody telling someone who didn't know that you don't, you can't believe what I'm about to tell you. Moses raised the rod. Hmm, brother, that's how the sea parted. Say, what, what sea? I know, not that river. Sea. Which sea? 
The Red Sea, I beg. That's how you're going to be telling your testimony. And that's how it happened. I can't explain it. And it's conditional on your praise. May God give us a garment of praise that carries us through into the 30th at the altar and beyond the garment of praise. For a few minutes. For a few minutes. You might not have a multitude against you. Join my, my wife and I and our children to join us to pr praise for us for, because we have a multitude against us. Multi multitude. Multitude. For a few minutes. In Greenwich. Here in the base online. For a few minutes. A few minutes. Just a few minutes. Let your praise. Let your praise be perfected by God's grace. Let us see what God will do. From these few minutes. The person next to you, they don't understand. So tell them, just mind your business. Can you say that to them? Say, just mind your business. Mind your business, please. Just leave me alone and mind your business. Tell them, if you like, be a spectator. If you wish to be a spectator, be a spectator. But just leave me for the next 10 minutes. Just leave me alone for the next 10, 15 minutes. Leave me. I need to cause confusion in some realms. Can somebody say amen? Amen. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah.
Let me help you a bit, because I think I, from what I see, some of you need help. You need help. And I'm sure it's the same in Greenwich and maybe online. And you know, it's, it's understandable. You know, when you've been constrained for so long, you know, it's like, it's like you're in a straight jacket. So let me just put it this way. If whatever you do in the next 10 minutes, depends on your life. Do it how it will depend on your life. This dancing that you people are dancing, <laughs> David will be looking down from heaven and saying, what are they doing? That, that's what David will be saying. What exactly are they doing? So if somebody here, <laughs> the, spirit, the spirit of cool has not helped you. Uh, you need the spirit of God, not the spirit of cool. Somebody here is going to dance out of it. Somebody here is going to praise out of it. Somebody here is going to shout out of it. That, that's how it works. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So somebody might be saying to those around them, let me get out of this space, please. You, 
you people on either side are constraining me. I need to show God that there's someone here who understands how to release power in praise. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. some more. You see, you have to displace what is in your mind. Listen to me. And this is how you're going to displace it. You know, there's a currency of our kingdom. The currency of our kingdom is faith. Faith to the natural mind is foolish because why are you behaving like that when you don't have it? I'm behaving like that because God says I have it and because God says I have it, I have it. So this is how the next few minutes is somebody who's going to do today what they will do then. So for someone, they are saying, this is how I'm going to dance on my wedding day. Somebody is saying, this is how I'm going to dance when I get the phone call. Somebody is saying, this is how I'm going to dance when it comes through, when it turns around. So if there's something you're believing God for, we want to send a message to heaven that there's a people who trust him. And so whatever it is, just imagine yourself, this is that day. Go on. I became.
times. I want you to lift your voice three times. And then after this, we are going to push every darkness out of our lives. Three times. Praise the Lord. First time. One, two, go. First time. <laughs> uh, some things are shaking, <laughs> but they need to come now. They need to come now. The second time, praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, by this shout, if there's any conspiracy against you, any gathering against you, this shout, I don't know how these things work, I just follow the leading of the Spirit, is going to release total confusion into the camp of the enemy. Are you ready? Are you ready? Confusion. Confusion. Are you ready? Praise the Lord! Oh.
you know, as, as we were rounding up and, and was talking about shouting it out, I started to see a vision in the spirit. And in that vision, I saw us release probably the loudest shout we've ever released. And it's going to unite us here, Greenwich, the French church, the Jesus House family all around the world. But what was interesting was that as, I, as that shout was released, a, a gust of wind, and a gust is an understatement, a blast of wind began to blow doors, not open, but off the hinges. Off the hinges. So I was saying, God, that's an interesting thing. And I said, Lord, we will obey it. Do what you have purposed. So I don't know what it is that has held back, constrained, that has trapped. I don't know what it is that needs to be blown into alignment. You probably know, and even if you don't, God knows. With this last shout, it will be with one voice, united all around the world, wherever people are part of this family. We're going to trust God that the picture that he showed me, there'll be a manifestation in lives. Please let this be as loud as you can make it. It's, it's not the loudness, it's the spirit in it that brings it to pass. When I say praise the Lord, let the hallelujah ring through the heavens. Father, we thank you. Lord, we just obey the vision that you have shown. We obey your spirit. All the way across the city, across the nations possibly. Father, we thank you. Please get ready. Expectation also plays a part. Trusting in the prophetic word plays a part. Believing in God, the biggest part. Just get ready and, and let's be expectant of testimonies. This is the testimony before the testimony.
yet. Don't stop yet. Receive a second breath. Lift your voice, lift your voice. 
Lift your voice. No more. No more. God, shout it out. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Your time has come. Your season has come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, oh God. Oh, we bless you, oh God. Father, do what you have purpose, oh God. Do what you have purpose in her life, oh God. Do what you have purpose, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Do what you have purpose, oh God. No more delays. No more delays. Oh, my God. 
Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Malalalei filiboso koyi. Mandoroboso kakariara boste. Andoroboso kulaye. Shall I come and speak a, speak a mother's blessing over this family? Go on, just from your heart, come and speak a mother's blessing. Shall I? Shall I come, come, come? Just speak a mother's blessing over this family. Now listen as she blesses. This is what the Lord has laid on my heart. Father in heaven, we, we thank you for what you are starting in this church, oh God. Father, we thank you for a new dawn. We thank you for a new day of destiny. Father, we thank you that doors that you are opening, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we declare that this is a season of realignment, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. That every door that has refused to open swings wide open and comes off its hinges in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we declare that this is a church, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus that moves in the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, that you move in our midst mightily in the mighty name of Jesus with signs and wonders, with gifts of the Spirit, oh God, with fruits of the Spirit, oh God. Father, we declare that, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this church will never be the same again from today in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I hear in my spirit curious miracles. Miracles that the ears of those that hear will tingle and marvel and say, truly, the Lord is in their midst. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.